Okay, we're live and we're just waiting for viewers. Let's wait for three viewers at least. Oh, hey, Randy, you're here. Not, you watched, you're here, Palahi, man. Long time. Yeah, we can just start already. So welcome everyone to episode 7 of season 2 of ICLAP. So for today, we'll be discussing cancel culture. And with that being said, I'd like to introduce our special guests. They'll be sharing a camera because they're that close. So, ah, so that's why you know them pala. Anyway, so they're that close, that's why they're sharing a camera. So, you know, guys, when people measure wealth, you know, they do like money, cars, whatever, right? But the fact that my special guests have been having pork and chicken dishes for the last how many weeks already just shows how well off they are. Because I haven't had pork or, you know, pork or chicken in a while. Unlike them, they, they have it every day. And I think they've been mixing it up already. So, yeah. So, I'd like to welcome to the podcast again. And for the first time, Franz and Nika Flores. So, hey, guys. <laughs> Hi everyone. Hi. Hi well, everyone is just Randy. <laughs> I know. Hi Randy. Hi Randy. Oh, okay, that's cool. But you guys know him from high yeah, school. Randy and I, I know each other from college. Yeah. But again, for the record, we're not wealthy. We had to sacrifice like <laughs> snacks, chocolates, and stuff just to buy pork and chicken. <laughs> So remember, they sacrificed snacks. Huh? They didn't st sacrifice other things. So snacks are kind of <laughs> unnecessary, right, friend? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So why don't you introduce yourselves properly? Or unless you're happy with my introduction already. Yeah, I'm fine with We're that. <laughs> okay. I like how you defended yourself. <laughs> then you're like, okay, <laughs> let's just do it that way. Okay. So for today's topic, no, um, it's about cancel culture. And we did this already before. And it is something that I feel is um, very relevant until now. Just because, you know, a lot of people, you know, kind of do it immediately. So I guess the first question being, and it goes to Nika, what is cancel culture for you? Well, cancel culture, there are two things. 
um, if it's done with responsibility, it's an elusive form of social justice because we all we all aim for you know, um, well, you know we aim for like things, but it's an elusive form of social justice nowadays in our democratic society. But then, without our responsibility, it actually ends up in cyberbullying right now. Okay, how about you, friends? Actually, I agree with what she said. Because like before the stream, we actually talked about it. Like, I think that was over lunch. And I asked her, like, what's your opinion about it and stuff. And then, but I think I'm leaning more right now. I think with what she said, na, um, since like sometimes like netizens tend to be like irresponsible with like how they speak, like sometimes without even doing research and stuff, they just like say whatever they think and that becomes like cyberbullying so yeah okay so nika mentioned like if it's done correctly or responsibly it's a form of social justice right so yeah. would you agree that okay let's just remove first the aspect of irresponsible usage of uh you know cancel culture do you think that as a way of social justice it's a good thing uh how about you nika you first if reason is your chief source of um, um, discussing with someone and with compassion and empathy, then I think yes. Okay, friends, you cannot say you agree with her. What's your no, I can't agree with that? <laughs> I, I agree with that, but can I just add something? Yeah, there, there you go. Okay. There. So I agree with what she said because um, um, can I give an example? Sure. Um, I think just last year, there was this, like, I'm not going to mention the brand or the company, but basically they sell cookies. And then I think they were canceled because of, um, what was that? Mm. Some, like, the privacy issue thing. Yeah. That's something mm. that I agree with. Because they're, like, a big company. They have, like, an influence and stuff. And... Oh, and also harassing their models. Yeah, they were harassing the their influencers, their models, which is something wrong. Because, like, for me, as an influencer, like, whenever, like, brands want to send me stuff, I give out my personal information, like, my contact number and address, and then they just um, play around with it. So, and then they got called out for it. I think um, one influencer posted about it, and then they started this whole, oh, cancel this yeah. brand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boycott this brand. Um, I think with that, um, although um, some netizens tried to like uh, explain to them why we're canceling or boycotting them, their their response was uh, unacceptable. <laughs> Instead of like apologizing and stuff, they even like defended like what they did. There was no apology from their end. So. Um, now, like what she said, because of the whole hashtag hashtag thing, it became like a social like justice. All right, no, that's a very very good point. No? I remember that whole. I mean, yeah, I can't believe that was just last year, lang pala, no? Yeah, last year. So so long ago. No, exactly. No, I I kind of agree on that aspect. But before we continue with the discussion, I have to thank our sponsors first. So. Thank you to Koei Blends. So guys, if you want to have you know good local coffee, just go to Koei Blends. They have a Facebook page and they're also on Shopee, as well as the Modern Fashionista. So if you need any masks, facials, etc., just go to them. And the best Indian food, I'm not sure if I sent you already, friends. Have you 
Have I? Um, swagat. I have, no? I have, no? Okay, yeah. So Swagat has very good Indian food. They have an amazing website. Just go to swagat.ph, I think. So just give them a try. And actually, before I ask my question, let's go to Randy's first. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? Is it giving power to people to unite against injustice? So how about we start with France this time? <laughs> okay. Acceptable. Anyway, um, like what she said earlier, like if it's being done responsibly, like correctly, then irresponsibly, I think it's a good thing. It's like what it's like what we said. If it um that brand didn't uh didn't go viral, I think there won't be like a justice. I mean, it's just gonna be you know like after how many months, you will just gonna forget about it, right? So I mean, it it's um yeah like what she said na. As long as done correctly, responsibly, you did the whole research, you're not like, um, you know, it has a like positive effect after. I think it's going to be a good thing. Yeah, well, okay. on my end, yeah, go ahead. from an existentialist point of view, you know, um, actions, decisions, and freedom of people, they're all fundamental to human existence, but then also freedom stems from this point of view. And, Freedom without responsibility is actually anarchy, which can actually take us to, you know, philosophical um, Leviathan of Hobbes that man is nasty, mutation short. And sometimes when people cancel, it becomes a bad thing because, again, they um, their, their freedom has no responsibility in it. And cancel culture, so far it progressed. I mean, it evolved, but it's... Um, main essence or purpose actually deteriorated because what seemingly has um, right intentions, they become bad. They eventually um, start to have negative implications. So that's why I'm going back to my, um, the first thing I said, it's good as long as, you know, reason is your chief source when you try to call out or cancel someone. You know, with the terms that Nika's using, I kind of really miss my whole Paul Psy classes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so Mary, I, want, I want to make an episode where just Anik and I discuss politics and yes, you know, theory. What the, I, feel, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't feel smart right now. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, very good points uh, to you guys. So yeah, Randy, I hope we answered your question. So I guess the other part of cancel culture, which I think it's a bit controversial is when it empowers people because you know, when empowers someone generally you think when you hear the word empower it's good right because you're giving you know strength uh, hope etc to people but nowadays empower could also mean a bad thing right so for example in the us right they have this rise of you know racist attacks and things like that you're empowering you know they, these people are empowered to commit these you know heinous acts but I feel as well that cancel culture kind of brings out the whole snowflake aspect to people. You know how, for example, nowadays a lot of young people want to cancel Eminem, the rapper. Yeah. And I'm still trying to understand why, and I just really cannot, right? So I guess for you guys, what's the difference between, you know, the right kind of cancel culture and the wrong kind of cancel culture in that aspect first? Because of course, there's like a hundred aspects to this, right? So, as a positive student, I think I'm going to use Nietzsche. Do you remember? Okay. Yeah. His genealogy of morals, actually, on the first um, chapter, I remember it was about um, 
slave morality and master morality, wherein the master morality, they actually define what is good based on what they have like, because they're strong, they're rich, they're powerful. So what's actually like big for them is, are the ones, you know, in contest with their social status, the bad for them are the weak ones, the sick, the poor. But then from the perspective of the slaves, um, their oppressors are the actually ones who are bad in the state of the one that is good. So I think the position of power included also the power over words. So the power to decide what, you know, what would be more good and bad. So, you know, um, talk about empowerment, I think, yeah, I think all, it really all boils down to whether um, if you're rationality is to be, you know, fake math and research and the positivist um, point of view. Wow. How about you, friends? What's your opinion? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you, what, your question is, because I was just listening to her, like, when is it? I love how Nika, it brings out the whole, yeah. You know, she brings out theories and stuff. I really enjoy this talk now. Okay. But okay, anyway, so friends, basically the question is, the kind of cancel culture I'm talking about is, you know, like the snowflake kind, right? Wherein people get too easy offended at yeah. things that aren't exactly something that you should take too seriously, mm-hmm. I guess, in a way. So what's your opinion on that? Well, you know, honestly, um, that's my, I think, okay, um, I think the cancel culture is like a very Gen Z thing for me. I mean, because I remember like, being a millennial, um, you didn't have like ho- this whole like cancel culture thing. Um, but before, what we did was uh, we called out people for like what they did wrong, but that's just it. Um, we have reasons for it. Like let's say what I mentioned, the um, cookie the issue, cookie right? And I think now, um for me i think it it uh it depends on like what your intention is like for example with this um uh cookie issue uh, that i'm using as an example um is your intention like for brands to do better the next time like not to do this um like make it um like a learning uh something like that like you can learn from that or because I think sometimes people cancel like someone or like a brand or like a person, then for what? Is it like gonna improve the society, the economy, like the business and stuff? So I think for me, yeah, like what your like it uh, depends on like your intention on why you're canceling that person or that. And to add to that and snow faking, um, I think what makes it wrong and you know when people get really offended is because some people go as far as for the sake of canceling. That's it. So yeah, you should always have an end, you know, a goal. Yeah. I always say that you know you should always be reasonable about it. You should be your cheap source, you know, not like for the sake of canceling. Yeah. Actually, you know, I remember this example. No, it was a not really a meme, but you know how you have those memes that actually teach you something. This all not just about. Yeah jokes basically what, basically what i don't post on yeah. IG. uh so basically there's this meme or post or whatever you want to call it wherein you guys know elliot page right the actor yeah 
yeah so the thing with elliot page is elliot page came out as transgender and things like that and i saw this post wherein parang they're talking about elliot page and how in netflix and i think imdb parang they changed the credit from ellen to elliot then one person's like hey i thought this is ellen page and you know in that way then a person's like you know a person commented replying say hey i'm going to you know take this as you're not trying to insult Elliot, but more of you want to understand. So I'll explain to you. So the person put, you know, a simple explanation, what it is, you know, what transgenderism is, how Ellen is now Elliot, things like that. Then after the person said, oh, thank you. That's all I needed to know. So, you know, I mean, that's the thing, no? The thing with cancel culture, it's more like people tend to be impatient to teach other people. Because here's the thing, like there are certain things you just really can't Google, right? Like, what if the person tried Googling why did Ellen Page become Elliot Page? I don't think you'll really find a clear answer to that. But you'll have like a article wherein Elliot's saying, oh, I've always felt like this or, you know, something like that. And of course, the person doesn't really know stuff will be like, hey, I really just don't get it. So I think that's really the, the core problem here is that people feel empowered that, you know, because I cancel you, you may, I feel better or I'm better than you or maybe something like that. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, that's what they think. Well, but have you watched so, Mr. Olympia's um, TED Talk about the public shame and humiliation? Kind of um, related to uh, how she was humiliated. And I forgot who the, um, she quoted, but like through social media as well. Then she said that this? Monica Lewinsky. Oh, right. Yeah, Monica. Right? Yeah. And then she just, um, and she said in the end of her TED Talk that she regretted how it took time for her to get back to her, you know, platform to her stage. But then for that, I think um, it's relatable what she said that compassion and empathy actually um, beats shame and humiliation. So that's why, you know, when we try to educate or um, when we try to educate or actually talk about before canceling, um, um, aside from educating, we should also have the compassion and empathy to, you know, discuss. Yeah, actually, you know, I will... When I, when, I, when I was younger and I found out about the whole Monica and Bill Clinton thing, you know, the media kind of painted her as the villain more than him, right? And the, the, the funny thing is, for anyone to have an affair, it kind of takes both parties to agree on the affair. I mean, because if it was only her, then it's technically some sort of assault, if I'm not mistaken, right? So that, that's one thing about it, no? that they really choose who to vilify in that situation yeah. and we'll get more into that because that's yeah. opening another kind of worms right there <laughs> so before we continue the discussion let's go to the comment page so from pj he says big talk tonight yeah hey pj then hi to l and hi to mitch as well so l and mitch were the guests last week for um you know women empowerment then uh, here we have one from Randy again. So cancel culture could be used as a weapon by people who share the same ideals, right or wrong. Yeah, that's basically it. That's that's correct. I mean, perfect example is remember the people who attacked the Capitol January and stuff, trying to stop the vote and all that. That's it. That's it right there. Then hi to my sister who comments once in a while. Okay. So I guess going back now to the whole you know, snowflaking and things like that. What I just find so intriguing is 
in your opinions, no, Shepard, we're not experts here. But like, why do people feel the need to cancel people or cancel companies, people, events, etc.? Like, what is it about canceling that people are like, oh, I should, you know, ride the bandwagon and stuff like that? So how about you, friends? I think, um, well, this is just what I think. I've never got into the whole cancel culture thing. But I think, um, if, for example, I'm canceling someone, um, I have, like, good intentions about it. Like, I want this uh, their service to improve. I want their... Basically, yeah, um, basically for improvement. Like, let's say a business um, did something and he or that business was called out for something like they did and then they didn't, like, um, they, they, did, they weren't responsible for what they did. And I think that's when I'm going to drop into the whole cancel thing. Because, of course, you want, let's say, for this business to improve, you want them to improve your service and you don't want, like, let's say, for other business to do the same. So for me, I think, like, if I was going to cancel, like, someone or a brand or a business, is it because I want them to improve? I want them to do better and, like, maybe not have the same experience as, like, I did. Yeah, something like that. Uh, how about you, Nika? So I think um, cancel culture now, um, it's not only limited to companies, businesses, and, you know, um, those who have public image anymore. Because right now, they are even attacking um, private individuals. And I think um, both are still, you know, okay, or maybe seeking for justice. And like with France said, for those um, businesses and those public images, it's because they have a prominent platform. And, you know, if people, you know, like Netflix and cancel on them, um, it will really um, have a domino effect even to their um, audiences, to their um, consumers and everything like that. But then to um, attacking private individuals also in the form of justice is that so that they don't harm again, something like that. But then what also makes it wrong, I think, is that um, we have no um, kind of respect with one another's yeah. um, preferences. Like, for example, she hates cats. I like cats. Um, for me, there's um, right to like and right not to like. I don't use the word hate because for later discussion, but like um, she likes cats, but she her responsibility is not to impose to me that I should like cats because cats are like this, like that, like that. And me as someone who doesn't like cats, I mean, who, so me someone, yeah, who doesn't like cats. I'm not, my responsibility is not to, you know, talk shit to those who like cats and as well as talk shit about cats. So I think, you know, there should always be the level of respon responsibility in both sides. Yeah, no, definitely. And, you know, that, that's a very good point. Eh? You know, the thing with the whole cancel culture, I feel it's more about, hey, you don't like what I like. Yeah. yeah. So I want to kind of force it upon you in a way. You know, and I kind of remember this other example. Now, I think it was last year as well, during the lockdown, since, you know, that time, on damning time at that, you know, <laughs> very bad year. Uh, I remember there's this person, uh, and, you know, me, and, you know, me, Nika, as a center person in the political compass. I'm actually center, surprisingly. Uh, I'm, I'm more of the wait and see kind of guy where I want to see more proof, more validation before I give my opinion on certain things. And I remember last year, and I'm going to mention an event about this year now. Um, there's this lady, a transgender woman, saying that, you know, here's a long thread. 
about how she was fooled about a certain guy because of her friend, who I think is like a lesbian, who's like some director or something. Uh, did, did you guys hear about this? I think so. Sure. I'm not familiar. Okay, well, it really blew up on Twitter to the point that um, so this lady, she works in a BPO, if I'm not mistaken, and she was saying that, you know, she was friends with this girl. I'm not sure how she and this girl met. But this girl's like some director or something like that. Not movies, but more of, you know, like advertising and whatever. And she liked this guy who she matched on Tinder or something like that. And they're chatting, things like that. Then every time she would tell the guy, oh, let's go out. Parang he would flake and things like that. Then one day she actually met the guy. But he only stayed for like 30 minutes. And they were like in the province or something. And to make a long story short, this other girl was pretending to be the guy on Tinder. And that guy, she actually knows in person, and she was using his photos, and she just forced him to do that thing. I mean, I don't, I don't really do the story justice, just because honestly, it was really a long thread. But like that one, there's a lot of outcry from people saying, like, you know, what the fuck is this? You're pretending to be someone. You're playing with people's emotions. I think at that moment, you know, once you have confirmation and you know better evidence, because I'm, I don't know, how do you guys feel about? The whole he said she said type of thing. Well, same with you. You know, be an empiricist and a rationalist at the same time, or even yeah. positivist. You know, to combine it both. You know, like if you don't really um, say with proof, you don't see things, or it's not something that you can Google. Ganyan. You no, know, you have the power actually to do your own research. But then, if you can, um, it's also hard to discern from things you only know the tip of the iceberg. So, might as well just you know stay on your lane. And um, how about you, friends? How do you feel about that? Well, I think we're we're all the same. It's just that for me, um, I think I mentioned this to Nika like earlier when we were discussing like about the cancel culture, and yeah, people sometimes they're like a two sides to every story, and sometimes um, like what you said in the media, like you vilify the side, and but there's like a whole other story to that and i think let's say if this uh, a situation matters to you like you're directly affected by it i think it's just right for you to like do a research like read more about it before you like say anything like what you said sometimes like the cancel culture people are like impatient with like you know um, teaching someone like this is why and stuff like that but yeah i mean like i said if it you know, if it affects you directly, it wouldn't hurt to, like, you know, read about it more or, like, see other sides of it. Yeah, so, I mean, going back to my example now, so that one, you know, I was just reading and seeing, then finally, you know, more evidence came out, and that's when I reacted, saying, you know, this is completely not right. The next example I want to to use, and I have to really tread the waters carefully because it's still pretty a hot topic right now, so earlier this year, someone died, and she was with a group of friends. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So with that one, I remember when I saw the news regarding that, of course, for me, it's like, oh, shit, what, what the hell happened, right? Yeah. Then suddenly, you know, some Facebook user or maybe some page or whatever decided after a day or so to release the photos and names of all of her friends. And told people, you know, share this so that, you know, it's a lesson to them not to do it again, right? Then, you know, 
um, later on, we all found out that most of those guys are, were one, weren't there anymore, and two, were gay. So they didn't do what they were accused of in terms of the other aspect to it. And the funny thing is, and the reason why I use it as an example is, that thing blew up on my feed on Facebook. Like every person was sharing it, saying, you know, I teach men a lesson or teach, you know, rapists a lesson or, you know, stuff like that. And I want to know how you guys reacted to that news without mentioning any details, <laughs> like on that specific thing. How did you guys react to it? Oh, can okay, I go? Do I go first? Yeah, oh, okay. France first. So, um, I admit, I like posted like um, rape is rapes like type of post only because of like what the media posted. I think at that time, the, the post was um, he, uh, this girl was um, was straight based on um, what do you call that? Based on the autopsy. And, Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I thought that was really it. That that's what really happened. So that's why I posted um, rape is rape, blah blah blah. But then I took it down when um, other posts started to. Uh, there were other posts about it saying now, oh, um, the autopsy didn't really say anything that it was rape and stuff like that. Like what you said, I only posted about it because of like them what the media posted. Parang it's um, I thought it was like uh, what do you call it? Like it's. I verified it because it said it was like an autopsy report and stuff like that, and yeah. So I think at at that I was like mad at myself also because like I didn't read more about it. I only like read this one post instead of like what I usually do check other posts, and then I just took it down immediately. Of course, but I didn't share the whole names of like the other people. Yeah, you remember that post though? Remember yeah. they had photos yeah. and the names? Yeah, I did I didn't share that because I know it was wrong. Like, um they were like charging this people like something. Um we're not sure like if they really did or not, right? Yeah. So I think yeah, at that moment I only posted because I'm really um this whole rape thing. Um, that really like triggered me to post about it only because the autop the autopsy like said uh, that what that's what really happened so yeah on my case i only shared the things about you know about training and that um guys that you know your platonic friends um if if they are not racist they won't hate you they won't harass you and all that i think i shared it for that sake because i totally agree with that um you know with, with that post but when it comes to the to the case i didn't really um like posting about it because i really had doubts about the people they're charging us especially me i have a lot of gay friends and all that so yeah and yeah and i mean yeah go were, ahead friend yeah. the reports were um i don't know they were Kind of it like, wasn't, yeah, it wasn't consistent Yeah, it wasn't also. consistent like, as well. So that's why I'm like, mm, okay, I'll just step back. Like, there are different articles, like, what happened, like, this, like, you know, it's really confusing, like, how the media manipulated, like, what happened. Yeah, I don't know, but, like, also the, you know, the interviewer you're supposed to, you know, have, like, sympathy, you know, with the one who was crying, but then it's kind of, like, I'm like, nah, I just really took a step, a step back. It was really inconsistent for me. Yeah, and you know, I mean, in my opinion, no, for what Fran shared and what Mika shared, I have no problems with that just because, of course, we all know 
rape is wrong, period, right? No matter what aspect. That's why it's called rape, obviously, right? But the one that I felt that I could have judged you guys if, let's say, you shared the whole um, photos and full names. I'm glad none of you did that. Because no, honestly, no, no. You're, yeah, I'm glad you guys didn't do that. Because at the end of the day, it's, you know, and Nika knows this, in the rule of law, it's always innocent until proven otherwise, until proven guilty, right? And I guess that's what cancel culture does. It gives the it gives people the power to become social jurors or social juries and declare and proclaim someone guilty without having the right kind of evidence in that aspect. I think it was it was Mr. Bean who said something like that, right? Did you see that article? From all of the, like, I mean, Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson's like a really smart guy, but you know, because he played Mr. Bean, we're all like, yeah. how could this guy say something super deep, right? But, no, but I'm glad that you guys didn't do that because, and I find, and I'm glad that France was very responsible that, you know, she saw that her post was wrong. And instead of, you know, being arrogant or self or too defensive, saying, oh no, I didn't know, she just quietly took it down. Right? Yeah. I think a lot more people should should learn from from that experience but i want to ask you guys now um do you know anyone who shared that i mean personally you know in your own feeds do you have any friends etc who did share that infamous post i'm talking about i think i saw like a few friends who shared it but only to like to defend these people like to share that mm. no um it's wrong they're not um, like that yeah yeah, even the point of like releasing the names is wrong because mm-hmm. couldn't do that. <laughs> That's not allowed. And then, yeah, I think. But then when I read the comment section, it's like when I start. It's always cancer. Yeah, it yeah it gets frustrating when you read the comment section. I saw several posts as well, but then same with friends. Um, half for defending, but the other half they just um did it, you know, because it was um mainstream. So, you know, they didn't know. Which really frustrates me as a political science major, Nika. I'm sure you do. I still get frustrated. It's like, why don't you believe in something yourself? Why do you have to follow the norm? Why can't you think for yourself, right? I'm sure France also gets frustrated with that because it's kind of like, you know, wake up sheeples. I mean, you know, you're stop acting like sheep and be an individual, have your own opinions. Yeah. I mean, France, I don't agree in everything, but at the end, they were still friends. Mm-hmm. And also, I know that, that that part really just frustrates me and all, because it's just like, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, it's the bandwagon. It's the cool thing. So let's ruin someone's life. Yeah. <laughs> the bad, you know, for me, it's like this. I'm not a fan of judging anyone until I have, you know, evidence that is like super solid, right? And even at then, you could still be wrong. But, you know, if you can say, hey, look, I apologize, I'm wrong. But the evidence looked very solid to me. Right? So that's different. But then when you just, you're, you're like, oh, for example, France did this. Let's all cancel France, right? Let's not, you know, follow France and IG anymore and stuff, right? Or buy from her businesses, right? But, I mean, it's just that aspect that's very, very frustrating for me, yeah. You know, so I guess the point of, you know, this discussion is really talking about how this whole thing is very toxic in a way. Because it has its good sides, mm-hmm. which we will definitely talk in, you know, we'll discuss in detail later on. But I just want to get rid of the toxic side of it, right? 
my question is, do you guys ever have the urge to to just share something ever without double checking? I mean, except for France's example. How about Unica? Was there any other event, current, past, where it, it really affected you personally because maybe it was done to a friend or whatever that you just wanted to, you know, say something online without, you know, doing your own research? I mean, did you ever have that kind of urge? Well, to be honest, no. Like, I really cannot oh, wow. share something yeah, without, you know, backing up. Because I'm kind of scared, you know, like, to share it. And then someone will go after me. And then I'll just do my research by that time. Pa lang. I just want always to be, you know, ready. So, you know, you know when I when I share something and I agree with it, um, I I know that I have something to say. Someone, you know, decided to attack me or something. Or, you know, just to discuss or up for the day. At least I know that... No, good. That that's very good. I guess because it's just you know a lot of these young people. Because it's just sorry, I'm just so frustrated with these young people. It's just that you know, during our time, friends, you know, we didn't really have. I mean, we're using social media right now, but when we were younger, if we did anything stupid, we never really did it online. It's more offline in a way. Yeah. So not many people know about it. But I guess the problem with a lot of people nowadays is they just don't realize the power of social media where if you post something, unless if you delete it immediately before anyone shares it, it could be the internet for the rest of your life. Yeah. Right. So I guess the next question for you guys is, has there a, have you guys ever done anything? I guess for Nika, it's no, but for you, friends. Aside from the example you gave, is there any other thing you've done that you regret? Online? <laughs> yeah, online. That, let's not do the offline thing, man. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to do that, we should have a separate discussion on the you know, stupid things we did before the age of 20. <laughs> that would be the title of the episode. I think with me, I really can't remember anything because I'm very careful with what I share online. Like, I don't share like personal stuff because yeah. first um like i have a following and i know like when i post something i can influence someone to do that so that right now my social media is like i don't really post like even uh, personal things i don't share it a lot because i know like people will always have to say something like good or bad whatever you do people will always have um, an opinion about it so yeah i don't really remember like any so that I got canceled or something. Especially right now. I don't think I'm as active um in social media because Actually um, you're not, yeah. Yeah, I'm not like unlike before. I just use it for work and stuff like that. Cause I don't know, um I think I'm only gonna post like let's say with what happened, we all disagree with rape. That's why I posted it. Like I wanted to really like voice out that this is wrong and um the mental like impact it can have on someone but that's it that's that was like my point of why i posted that but i took it down because because i saw like there's like a, a whole different story about it and but yeah that's it because i really don't i don't yeah like what she said she's um we're very like i'm scared also to like say something and then only to find out that um i was wrong yeah, I right. was wrong or like um, I'm really, I don't know anything about what I'm saying and stuff like that. 
Yeah, so I miss those so, days when you can just share memes without offending someone. When you share some, share something, you're gonna offend like someone, like right? Anyway, yeah. But like for example, you know how I bully you, friends. I mean, my bullying is yeah. friendly bullying, right? It's not like I'm trying to make you depressed and want you to, yeah. you know, be sad, right? But then, like, you know how some people when they see that they're like, you're an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand like the friendship. Yeah. Then they don't understand how, you know, there, there are many aspects to a story, right? I mean, to, on the outside, it looks like I'm making friends kawawa because, you know, she's, yeah. you know, smaller than me and whatever, and I'm bigger and I'm bullying her, right? But, you know, little do they know, it's actually France who bullies me, right? So, I mean, no one really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. So before we continue the discussion, I'd like to thank again our sponsors. So Koi Blend. So guys, if you want good local Filipino coffee, uh, go for Koi Blends. I'm sure you do you drink coffee, Nika? Yeah. We drink coffee. I mean like, like France level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you know, France has like this press or coffee beans are like from the US Virgin Islands or something. <laughs> I I don't know. You know, France is very rich. But anyway. I'll probably I'll send you guys some some of the Koi blend. You know? uh, so anyway, going back. So thank you to Koi Blends, uh, Modern Fashionista. If you guys need masks, face shields, etc., and Swagat Indian Cuisine that I apparently sent a bunch of friends. I just can't. What did they send you? I don't remember. Rice. It, 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 yeah, that's very specific, no? Right? <laughs> it's like friends. I sent you. I you food in a restaurant. What did it have? Um. Rice, rice. Okay. or maybe <laughs> soy sauce. <laughs> it's like crabs. It's like eighty percent food. Like there's no like what's it called? Okay, but anyway. So if you want you know, good Indian food, go to Swagat Indian Cuisine. So you know the next part of this is uh, before we continue to the toxic side. I kind of want to go to the good side of it of you know cancel culture, and what I kind of call like herd uh, mentality mm -hmm. so we all know who harvey weinstein is right i don't oh you don't okay so <laughs> oh, you don't know so brief background so harvey weinstein owns uh, a studio called weinstein studios yata you know he's a big time uh, hollywood producer before he produced uh shakespeare in love where he won an oscar for that uh and he works with all the heavyweights in hollywood like george clooney brad pitt etc then I think it was two or three years ago where someone, you know, came out and said, you know, this Harvey Weinstein uh, sexual assaulted me. You know, we were in a party in a yacht. I was in a room because I wanted to rest because I was kind of tipsy. Then he goes down, he goes to the room, forces himself in and puts down his pants and starts doing stuff to himself. Then so everyone's like, well, what the fuck is this, right? Then suddenly all other women start coming out saying, you know, after Harvey hired me for a film, he'd go to my house unexpectedly, force himself into my room, do things. And that's when, you know, online people started saying, you know, um, powerful men should realize that, you know, women aren't there for that kind of thing. Women are people who deserve respect and things like that. And I think that's the time when cancel culture in a way worked. So aside from your cookie example, friends, how about you, Nico? What other time of you know good cancel culture did you like remember or see? A good one. Yeah, a positive one in a way. Positive in the sense that 
you know, it was the right thing to do. The person so right was canceled now, was wrong. There are some, some people um, have discontent about you're actually proud of me, you know, um, involved in an affair. <laughs> Being the oh, best. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's that website. Uh, yeah, there's a and website you, in the US. Yeah, yeah. People really, you know, in the comment section, they all you really unite and cancel it like that. And also, so they always ask, oh, you have to you just take down the video, you know, stop talking, stop defending what you did, stop defending what you said, just take down the video. That happens a lot. But that's a very good example. Right? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, cancel culture could help us, but because of the power it has. You know, people need to learn to be careful about it, no? especially like with the whole social media thing. I mean, you know, I know I sound like a broken record right now, but I just really want the young people to understand that, you know, social media is so powerful that it can make or break lives, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, um, what's that Netflix show, 13 Reasons Why or something where someone killed yeah. themselves, I think? Yeah. Like, that, that's crazy, man. I mean... I watched it also. It was disturbing. It was really disturbing. Ah, well, I, I've never seen it. That's not really my type of show. I prefer cartoons usually. Well, yeah. oh, actually, uh, you know, um, cancel culture evolved, you know, with the digital revolution. Even Monica Lewinsky actually said that. That's why things, you know, news um, issues are going really fast because of the digital revolution, media and internet, social media, all that. And um, she also mentioned in her TED Talk about that. Some of us um, saying publicly, you know, humiliation. They also took their own lives as their topic. But then it's like she said, oh, it was an eye opener for her to, you know, step um, to gain back her light, her platform. So that's why she spoke about having compassion and um, empathy and discussing with others because um, um, compassion beats um, shame. So, you know, if you're in a dark place, but you feel compassion with your friends or your family like that, you tend to survive those human that you experience. You know, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, I know she'll never see this live or whatever, but I do would want to apologize for it to her because, you know, when I was younger, before I saw the TED Talk, I honestly thought she wasn't a good person. And, you know, again, she made a mistake. She was really wrong. But at the, at the end of the day, they really made her come out as, you know, such an awful human being. And I honestly believed that for a long time, that, you know, yeah, Bill did something wrong, but it's more of her because if she wasn't Maharat or whatever, the whole thing would have happened. But who knows? What if it's actually Bill who's the really Maharat one? Right? I mean, we don't know because we were never in those doors or in that White House, right? But, you know, as a person, you know, I do would want to apologize to her that, you know, it was wrong. And I hope that... You know, she gets to live a normal life as as normal as possible. I guess that's the problem with you know canceling people. And like for example, let's go back to the, my example about sharing the faces and names of these people. When you Facebook that, Facebook search that, you will see those posts. 10, yeah. 20, 30, 40 years. And I don't think Facebook is ever going to die unless if Mark Zuckerberg does something really stupid, which I don't think he's going to. But I mean, point is for the rest of the lives of those men you know, even if they're not doing anything wrong, someone could just randomly type, for example, if it was France, I type France's name, I see the post. I'm like, 
France did this? Yeah. You know, and I hope that younger people start to realize that. I'll give you a good example now. Uh, TikTok. Um, do you guys have TikTok? I, I personally don't. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you guys have. You, bo- yeah. you both have. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really a dancer, uh, as you guys probably. Know. <laughs> not just for dancing. But mo- dance. most of it's the whole like. Yeah. <laughs> and those 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 challenges and whatever. I mean, Rika's a huge TikToker. Uh, I could never dance. Like I was born with 15 left feet, right? But. Um, for example, in TikTok, there's this lady where in she was just posting uh, because there's like sketches on TikTok where you can pretend to do something and you can use someone else's video as part of your story or something like that. Yeah. I really sound like a tita, no, trying to explain what the hell TikTok is. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, how you should explain? It. Okay, it's like but a very good way to explain it. I hope people who watch this understand what I'm trying to say. I think they do. I mean, if you guys get it, I, I think they would. Uh, so anyway, there's this lady we're in. She was buying medicine from a pharmacist. And again, two different people, right? The pharmacist made his own video and she made hers and put it together. I saw this video. Okay, okay. So you know what I'm talking about, right? So she was she was playing a character of being a bit a bit chessa parang woman. Yeah. And not listening to the pharmacist because we all know pharmacists are medical practitioners in the way that they give you medicine they know how much medicine is okay but to use uh what not to mix in terms of medicines i mean they're not nurses or doctors but they know medicine well right like for example if i go to a pharmacist and say hey can i buy let's say 10 bottles of you know cough syrup now like oh yeah i'm gonna drink three bottles right now the pharmacist is like hey man you can only drink like one teaspoon or something yeah. every how many hours, right? So this in this video that France is familiar with, she's playing a bit chesser, saying, Oh, I'll take like 15 pills. And the pharmacist like, um, oh, that's too many. And then the girl's like, ah, just go sell medicine. So for me, I saw it as a sketch where it's it's no different from an SNL sketch or you know, mad TV or whatever. But Snowflakes after was attacking the girl, saying that pharmacists are more than that. And the whole point of the video is not attacking the pharmacist. It's about yeah. her playing a character. I'm sure you got that when you first saw yeah. it, right, friends? Yeah. And then some people were attacking the pharmacist because he called the person sir instead of man. Yeah, yeah. And then the, and the pharmacist and then people are defending the pharmacist saying, um, this lady got his video and made it into one movie. So how would he know? Right, and I think that's the problem right there. Wherein people, I guess here's the thing though: people are trying to be more um, aware of others' feelings, which is a fine thing to do, right? Like when you know, France and I, when I joke, France, there, there's a there's a small voice telling me, "Don't bully France too much today; she seems stressed." So I don't joke around with France that much. That day, you right? don't. So, Reply all the time to my story. <laughs> I'm talking about when we're still office mates, so not now. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know if you're stressed or not, but because I don't physically see you, right? Yeah. But yeah, I always tell friends, I always remind friends and how rich she is because she has pork and chicken every day. But anyway, <laughs> uh, you don't, but. <laughs> Yeah, we, we do. I mean, you saw my story. Like. Oh, yeah, there. So, I mean, you know, again, guys, measurement of wealth, right? Well, there's like a chicken shortage and a pork shortage. 
friend's like, yeah, I'm having my pork right here, y'all. I'm having my chicken adobo with egg pie and stuff. But the friend's like, yeah, let's put as much chicken in this chicken adobo as possible. But anyway, so where was I again? Oh, yeah. Anyway, so going back, uh, you just want to be more aware, which is fine. But then you kind of have to decide, am I being too maarte about certain things or not? Part of right? another question also is that yeah. um, what she did, was it really offending or worth discussing about? Or was she just, you know, like, for example, drinking water? <laughs> Some people, you know, would say, now oh, she's bragging about her corsical or you know thumbnail like that and then she's gonna call it oh yes as an influencer you shouldn't be showing that you should be you know sensitive to um to your viewers who can't afford that you should be you know empathizing to them blah blah when in fact we just wanted to share something yeah friends, you shouldn't, <laughs> yeah friends you shouldn't be using a corsical my goodness friends <laughs> the population's unemployed you know not everyone can afford the i don't even know how much that thing is <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like that's the whole point. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I could just Nick and I could just bully France about how successful she is. That's why she has extra money to buy these things. Without really offending her. Yeah, I always yet, tell her you know, to give me money because she always buy random stuff on Shopee. So why not give me money? I know exactly, that. France. Why don't you give your sister money? She's you know, still searching <laughs> for a job and all. And you're drinking from a corksicle, whatever that is. <laughs> Wait, so before we continue, uh, a, a lady, I, I, she's a lady named Denise Baltasar says, let's go at Nika and at the friend. Yeah, how do you guys know her? Because, you know, there's like the at the thing, so I assume there's like a close bond somehow. Um, she is from Gustito on the father's side. Ah, okay. That's cool. <laughs> well, hello, Denise. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's like, is it more of people are just, they, do they have just extra time or what? <laughs> yeah, and on the comment section, especially, you know, when it's about politics or what. Yeah, yeah. I always think that, it's Exactly. Like, let's use France again as an example. No? The only thing I always joke her that she's Yamaners is, in her stories, she always shows the dish. It's not like, for example, Francis showing, let's say, a family gathering. Let's say your whole family having dinner together. <laughs> then I zoom in on the chicken adobo. That's a whole different thing, right? That's like you talagang taking a screenshot, like zooming in. Pa, and be like, there's yeah. time to cancel France Flores. Instead of donating it, you know, to those who need... Yeah, and it's like, guys, if she wants pork, let her eat pork, right? If she wants to add eggs to her chicken adobo, there's no <laughs> egg shortage. There's a chicken one, but not an egg Can one. I try that? No, so no, no. I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying there's no egg shortage. <laughs> no, but it's just a chicken shortage. But of course I've had hard-boiled egg and adobo. No, but that thing's awesome, man. But anyway, yeah, yeah so going back to the to the topic, no? Uh, so there, like, you know, the, the thing is, like, for you, Nika, no? what advice would you give to younger people about this whole thing? Let's say, minus the younger people who are, like, high school, no? Let's go for, like, the grade schoolers who are making Facebook pages because their teachers are like, oh, let's have a group here so I can just post the assignments and stuff like that. Because I actually got Facebook late. I got it when I was 
first year high school. I'm assuming France, you got at grade school, also you, Nika? No, I can't remember. First year college. Wow. I think that high, I have high school also. Ah, uh, high school couldn't. Wow, Nika, a... you had Facebook and college, the fuck? No, because in high school, I don't, um, they said, you know, you know, you make like group for your classes, right? But I'm like, oh, no, they just text me. <laughs> in college, I can't do that. So I'm like, okay, I'll make one. I stick with it. I know I stuck with it, you know, for school purposes, but then it's time progressed. Got me hooked and shared some, you know, try to be comedian sometimes. We got to ask you before we continue on. So, like, you're not really into social media, Nika? Like, it's not your thing, talaga? Or... No, it's my thing now. Like, before, like, talaga. No, I mean, before, before. Yeah, before I, it. I think I was stuck in Tumblr. I think before, I, I, I had a Tumblr. You had like Multiply and Friendster and stuff, <laughs> right? And yeah. then when, when wala na to, there's like Facebook suddenly. Or so, like Twitter. everyone moved to like Facebook. So, so fun fact about me. I profile, yeah. I had a Friendster for like two or three weeks. Then it wasn't Uso anymore. So I had, I was really into MySpace for a time because I love fi- discovering music before. And, and things like that. Because remember how in my space, I'm not sure if you guys had one, but you, you could put like, if I visit Francis' uh, yeah. page, I can yeah. hear a song or whatever, right? So mine was always La Vie and Rose by Edith Piaf. Kalamo artsy, no? Yung mga buff artsy guys, yung pala chubs lang pala. But anyway, so okay, you're stuck in multiplying things like that. Then you finally got hooked into social media. Okay, so, so, Sorry, friends. You're going to say something. No, I forgot. Oh, I think like going back to my advice to grade yeah. schoolers on Facebook. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. Stick with school stuff. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um. Yeah. You know, use it wisely. I think. Um. Since you're young, you're we're somewhat, you know, still um. So many things to learn. So I think as early as that, you know, you can already like improve your um, fact-checking skills or like um, when you engage with people, especially at their age, it's very prominent for them to, uh, I mean, it's very likely for them to, you know, chat with strangers and all that. I think it's better, you know, engage with like not fun, mean fun conversation, but then, you know, with intellectual ones or like it's just they see on Facebook, you know, discuss about it and be more knowledgeable about it. You know, she should always have... um. Good intentions, good tools. All right, how about you, friends? Uh, I think my advice is just be kind. Like, be kind to everyone. And even if you disagree with this person and, you know, like, this person got mad at you for something, just take the high road and just be kind and respond um, in a nice way. Like what I said, like, you know, like, sometimes um, netizens tend to be impatient with other people, they get triggered easily. So I think you just, you know, just just be kind. Just take a moment before you respond yeah. to anything. Like think about what you're gonna say because you don't know how it's gonna affect like the person, like what you said. Yeah, just be kind. All right, so before we continue on, guys, if you have any questions for both France and Mika, you know, just comment down below uh, and things like that. Uh, you know, if you want to have an intellectual discussion this is really the place to be because we both have friends and Nika here. You know, maybe we can talk about social existentialism, you know, simple stuff. So anyway, all right. <laughs> all right. So, okay. So let's 
Okay, let's go back. No? So, you know, we touched point about how, you know, social media is powerful, cancel culture is both empowering in a good and bad way. Here's the next fun question. What is more, who is more toxic for you? Young Filipino snowflakes or Filipino boomers? Oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a pretty difficult decision to make. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I go for both. No, actually, no, you just choose one. Uh, it's what millennial, the boomers. The, okay. Yeah, because like you know these snowflake ones, um, they're just kind of um, well you know their what their, their rationality, you know their explanation is always when you know with regards to the comments of the older ones, like oh, kasi kung kayo that's their usual well sometimes most of the time it's good so i think you know there's still plenty of time for them to you know learn and take yeah. um take a step back but then again most of the time they're really good you know why they're offended um because not for them they're just saving themselves from you know um the past and future um atrocities well then these boomers they're they're actually very insensitive about the current situation and they're always like because you're your panahon doesn't apply to us today anymore so you know stay in your panahon <laughs> so like yeah how about you friends Same. I answer because i was thinking oh. like with the boomers um they base their judgments from like what they went through in the past like from their experiences, which is so different from now. Like with the, um, the younger snowflake, like what you said, um, they base their judgment on what they see on social media. Sometimes they just hop in the bandwagon just because it's like what's trending and stuff. So meaning they still have room for knowledge. They can still improve and stuff like that. Because sometimes the boomers tend to be like close-minded, you know, um, when you say one thing, oh, this is how this works now. Like they don't understand, like the present. They sometimes they're so stuck in the past. Like they don't understand even as simple as like the Facebook and stuff. Like even TikTok and you know, like they don't understand these things anymore. And often things, and oftentimes, boomers they don't actually you know accept your criticism, or if they do, they're they'll call you disrespectful or anything that. Um, you lack experience, but then in contrast with you know with um, these younger ones, like what Fran said, they still have room for improvement and for knowledge. Unlike these boomers, they're clouded, they're they're locked. That's it. So, in my opinion, no, I, I actually thought about that last night. You know, when I was drinking wine, I was like, who's worse, Kaya? And I was so close to saying the snowflakes, but I really have to go for the boomers just because of this one experience we're in. So we are talking about, you know, the COVID vaccine and, and things like that, right? Because I personally think that, you know, everyone should get the vaccine, but we have to get the right vaccine. I'm not going to talk about brands, but just get the right vaccine, period. Uh, then this boomer tells me, you know, alam mo, sa panahon namin, we never had these mga vaccines. And one time, Finko, when I got my vaccine, they used the same needle to the other person. I was thinking to myself, no, they didn't. <laughs> you know, never sure needles even back then. But then, like, so in short, the person's anti-vaxxer. Like he said, I think vaccines are parang more harmful than good. I'm thinking to myself, why are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> then, 
another example, different. And she's not really even a boomer. She's like 40 at most. So that's not a boomer age, right? Uh, she. So we were talking about U.S. politics and how the but Trump didn't want to, uh, uh, you know, didn't want to say that he lost or you know accept his defeat, right? And she was saying, you know, they should have recounted every state that he said that he was robbed in. And I was trying to explain to her, yeah, but, you know, in each state, there's a certain threshold. And if it doesn't reach that threshold, you know, it's been the law for how many decades? No one has ever complained about it, except for maybe Al Gore, but that was just in Florida. That's a whole different story. Then she's like, no, no, they should have accepted and checked it to make sure that he really didn't, it wasn't really stolen. I'm like... In the first place, if we're talking about two million vote difference, okay, so give the guy fifty percent off. Sige, he lost by just one million. I don't think one million would have made a difference. He still would have lost, right? Now, if we're talking about the hundreds of pieces, then I'd understand that. So you know, the, the thing with boomers is you try to explain things to them, then they just don't want to listen, or if they do, they kind of forget what you explained to them in the first place. Then maybe after a few few months, then they're like, ah, oh, pala, you were right. I, I find it more frustrating because I feel that with the younger people, once they feel na, ah, you know, shit, I was really wrong, then there's some sort of remorse mm-hmm. as compared to them being proud of. But then th- that's just my opinion on, on that matter. So I think Nick and I are in the same boat, unlike <laughs> France, who apparently hates younger people. But yeah, that's <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I might get cancelled. <laughs> oh, you might know. So yeah, and you know, I want to, you know, here's the funny thing: now, cancel culture and social media—they really go hand in hand. You know? Like, there's no true way on how to separate them. I guess as of this moment, there's really yeah. no way to do yeah. it. You know, as as digital revolution also progressed, they said that um, cancel culture did as well. And I read this one article. I think it started cancel culture started around, or it became famous or popular around 2016 or 2017, and it was through Twitter because the hashtag hashtags there talaga really effective um, somehow. And you know, we have this trending topic like that. So yeah, I don't think you know you can really separate the two. And if you did it offline, it's just, you know, limited to you. But then the goal right off as is, you know, for everyone to know. Yeah, and you know, I you have to give it to Twitter now. They're 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 still alive somehow, so you have to give yeah. that to them. But you know, this whole cancel culture, it really did start very young, you know, like a few years ago. And and the way it's grown both in the good and bad ways, it's really quite scary because at the end of the day, like what I mentioned earlier. It gives people the power to become, you know, social media jurors, right? Jur- or juries, yeah. wherein it's you're guilty until proven innocent, which is completely wrong, right? Again, the sam the examples we've given the bar and, and all, so it, it can really become a very scary thing, and all. So okay, so before we get to the la- latter part of you know the discussion on cancel culture, if you guys have any questions for Francinica. You know, maybe their opinions on you know, maybe certain hot topics or whatever. Uh, you can just comment down below if you want to ask. Uh, you know, any questions regarding the topic, just just comment down below. If you want to ask France where she buys her pork, I think she'll answer that. Uh, so anyway, 
I think you're forgetting <laughs> to live in the same house and that she's eating the same food. So <laughs> yeah, but then kind of, but then Nika's unemployed, so you know. <laughs> yeah, so you know you're being nice because you're giving her nice food, but then I think you buy it. So yeah. <laughs> There's one, plus, um, there's one yeah, um, cancel thing that actually I want to talk about. Sure. Bring that this, up. Yeah, what is it? One Miss Universe, they tried to cancel because of her answer about silver lining in the slums, you know, in the poor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, there yeah. was really nothing wrong with their answer. Yeah. Like, I didn't know she, they were trying to cancel her because of that. She got, she got canceled. She got called out that there's no silver lining or like there's no parang good about the situation of those in Tondo parang like that I'm like I don't think that's what she meant actually yeah. I mean as someone who you know worked in the slums of Tondo you know she had the reason why she said that probably even if it was even if life was hard you know if she's she still saw some smiles I think that's what triggered her heart but then for other people the answer I mean her answer meant you know something else it became a negative implication for them. No, but honestly, I felt that it was a very good answer. And I, because Eugene, like, yeah. I, I do watch Miss Universe because I really want to see how quickly these people or these ladies can think of answers to difficult yeah. questions. Because to be fair, some of the questions are really difficult, right? And sometimes they're very boneheaded. Like, I remember, like, a couple of years ago, Miss Japan was asked, okay, you used to write with your right hand. Now you write with your left hand. Why the change? And I'm like, why do you care, right? But no, but in that aspect, I thought it was a very good answer because it, it was all about hope. Yeah. Now, yeah. you know, because even if people are suffering and things like that, when they see people, you know, are helping them, they have hope that maybe their lives could be better. I guess what people, and you guys could disagree with me, what maybe they're looking at is, you know how there's this local clothing brand during the pandemic? They posted on their Facebook saying, oh, for example, France, our store manager from this branch walks to work every day from, let's say, from Marikina to San Juan branch or whatever, right? Because they're trying because this brand is trying to express Filipino Filipino resiliency. Then all the young people are like, why don't you guys just freaking buy her a bike? <laughs> or why don't you guys have a shuttle service since, you know, at that time during the pandemic, uh, most commuting options were gone. Yeah. So I guess maybe people were seeing that beauty queen's answer in that way. Now she's romanticizing in a bad way Philippine re resiliency. But I honestly didn't see anything wrong with her answer at all. Yeah, same here. I didn't know she was canceled. She was canceled. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. like, well, right now, there's another one very controversial. Um, one of um. An actress art exhibit. Yeah. Right? I don't realize okay. yet because I don't know if I've you know I read enough, but then yeah, she uses her art to you know to charity. I mean to the for charity and to help people. But then maybe she had right intention but wrong execution. So but then the rest was excellent. Yeah, um so Randy actually asked the thing that you you mentioned. Yeah. But I don't want to put up his comment because I don't want to name names. So basically, he said, 
how about France doing an art about poverty? Sorry, France, I just had to use your name. Yeah. Uh, poverty slums being viewed as someone monetizing this misfortune of our Filipinos. What's your view about that? And I think she's being canceled recently. Yeah, so, again, Nika, why don't you uh, repeat what you said for the people at the back? Well, you know, if it's really, you know, if, if it's really for the those in the slums, those poor, um, then I think she really had the right intention. But then again, with her, you know, with her post, the one that she got called out for, wrong execution. I mean, she could have really done, I think, better than, you know, have them as their background because that's really... <laughs> it's a bit off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, How about you, you know, friends? Oh, sorry, Nika, the- yeah, go ahead. I mean, it shows the dichotomy, the social class that has always been an issue. And then, you know, she just really concretized it. She really, you know, put a photograph about it. Yeah. Anyway, yes, yeah. Yes, friends? <laughs> um, yeah, I think... She friends. Said, yeah. I think the execution is wrong. Because, um, for example, um, um, she can't say... I, anyway, um... What I'm trying to say is, everyone thinks like it's an art and stuff. People de- defending her, saying it's an art. But um, if you think about it, like us Filipinos aren't really much um, invested into art, like you know, like deep thinking and stuff like that. Like in other countries, um, do you know? I'm pretty sure you know Banksy, right? Of course, I'm a huge fan. Right, like his art and everything. It's just mostly about social issues and stuff like that and everything and for me i think it's really like the wrong execution wrong audience also and i get i get her intention like what she's trying to say and the fact that it's um she's using it for donation and stuff like that it could have been uh done differently yeah Uh, agreed agreed and have you guys seen bansky's film uh, exit through the gift shop no, I haven't. Oh, you should. It's it's very old. Um, I think 2010, 2011. I was still in college. No, I watched it for a class. It's a very good film about himself in a way. I I don't want to ruin it. You, you should see it. And I definitely agree that the uh the Philippines isn't into art that much. And funny story why I agree to that. Before Kasesh, ever when you go on dates with people, you ask them, oh, so what films do you like? What books do you like? What music do you like? Whatever. One of my questions is always, what's your favorite painting? Yeah, you asked me that, actually. Oh, I did. I did ask you. We weren't on a date, by the way. You know, We were just off Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you yeah. like the answer and, the and what was your answer again, Franz? I, I forgot. The uh, Birth of Venus. Right, right. How about you, Nico? What's your favorite painting? Because I have none. <laughs> and right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the proof that Filipino art. No, but anyway, no, but I usually ask. I love asking that question to you know maybe dates to new people I meet. And eight out of ten, they usually don't have an answer. They're like, oh, I I don't really pay attention. I'm like, what? I'm going on, but no, I agree. Um, once again, wait. Randy has something to say. He didn't mention the name, so that's good. So I think monetizing I, is the problem. Because I was discerning Kanina, like I was reading, parang, oh, okay. And, and then I think if 100% of what she receives, you know, goes to her background, to her backdrop, then it's okay. But if, you know, may sa kanya, then I don't, 
think she's being passionate yeah. about it. But then again, I'm not, you know, I don't understand art that much. So I don't know if, you know, party goes to the artist or is it really a passion project or what? So I'm really not sure. But I'm for, um, you know, 100% of her earnings, you know, go to those who are backdrop. I guess another aspect is maybe she really could have done something different, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of people have good intentions, but they just don't, maybe they just don't do things right. And it's not because they choose to do it not right. It's just more of, they felt na, ah, this is okay to do, but yun pala hindi. And if they apologize, they say, hey, look, I'm really sorry, right? I, I didn't mean to offend anyone. It's just that I thought this was the best way to do to do it, right? Because there are some people na, they're like, wala kong pake, They're like, I don't really care and all these things I, uh, this particular day did she give an apology would you guys know yeah she did kanina she posted oh kanina lang okay yeah. but still i mean better late than never diba? i mean i also read no, one article about cancel culture that people who got canceled are actually given little opportunity you know to prove themselves to be like, you know? yeah like once you're canceled you're once, known for it yeah like you're canceled even Whatever. if you know do like hundred more stuff, or even if you have really changed, you know, but like what you said, once they search your name and they see that thing about you, what they talk about you, oh, it's like you're always you're this person who did this. Like even exactly. though you changed, like you'll always be that person. But I think another like one topic that triggers netizens is like the privilege. Like when they see someone privileged posting about this they get immediately cancelled. So I think, because I remember when I saw this post, everyone was talking about the privilege of that person. So, yeah. So, okay. Each of us will answer this, no? But what do you think or how do you feel about privilege, friends? Okay. Someone who is um, very privileged to have chicken and pork every day. <laughs> okay, wait. Right? I just eat tuna. No. <laughs> No, because you're on a diet, so can you? Oh, not- I, I believe you, Nita. I really believe you, Nita. Like, I okay, feel bad for so you. It's okay. There's this incident last year um, about uh, this businesswoman who posted a story that saying that you should stay at home and stuff like that. Do you know this woman? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I remember I, was- I bullied you. I was like, you're like, Francis, this girl. Then you're like, what? <laughs> I'm not that girl, cause, cause here's the thing. Um, I know, I was just bored. this woman posted the story on her beautiful house, shouting at people in the news to stay at home without realizing that these people don't have money. Also, that's why they're literally like forced to go outside and to work, just cause they don't have the luxury to work at home and stuff like that. And I think um, for me that privilege like that, when you don't look de- deeper into things, it's really wrong. Because because you're being insensitive. Like that that person, even though she apologized for it and everything, it's still wrong. Like the way you shouted and everything without because it's it it's common sense. You're mm. in the middle of pandemic, and then these people on the news who are like forced to stay, like forced to go to work and stuff like that. They don't have. They really have to go to work every day because they don't have money, and those who are posting about them are those in the comfort of their own homes and those who can earn even they're just at home. So I think it's wrong because like you're not. You're only thinking about 
Because, I mean, you're not affected by what's happening. Because you're not, like, uncom- like what, what do you, what's that term? Um, you're not, I mean, di ka na-hassle. Hmm. Like, for example, in the yeah. pandemic, um, like, those rich people, I get that, um, like, this businesswoman, she, uh, although she apologized for it, I think what's wrong about that is she didn't have any problems. I, th- I assume, because she's, like, really rich and stuff, she didn't have any problems in the middle of pandemic. Because she can just um, ask someone to buy groceries for her and stuff like that, you know. And then she's shouting oh, at yeah. the Right? Stuff like that. Other people don't have that kind of privilege. Like, I think with that, let's say even even for me, I feel actually very privileged right now that I get to stay at home and stuff like that. We still have food and everything. But I don't like... That's why I'm very careful when, with what I post. Which I'm not, not everyone has this kind of privilege also. And I feel for those people. Like, if I could only help and stuff like that. Because even... I have struggles also. Like... I'm not working and stuff and and sometimes even last year I had to go to work every day. Right? I mean I can just stay at home. I mean I'm not earning money just by sitting here and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's wrong when it's like that, that you're not really thinking deeper or looking into the society what other people are feeling just because like it's not a problem for you. Well, the thing with you know with with Francis examples that it doesn't have to happen to you for it to matter to you. Something like that. So, well, you, um, my case, man, is privilege. Um, if you cancel people like Francis of uh, example, that's okay. That's totally okay. But you know, if you cancel people, for example, um, some some re- some really privileged or rich person posting their bike, a branded you know bike, and you say now, oh. You're being insensitive to, you know, those, you know, again, you're being insensitive again. But then, come to think of it, if you post your bike, it's just, it's the same, it's the same thing, you know, you just, it's just that hers is, like, branded or what, but then, you know, you're doing the same thing. It's just that, and also, if you put yourself in their shoes, like, if you were really rich, you're just doing the, aren't you going to post it as well? I mean, now, pangalang na, you know, you don't have those um, um big things, you know, luxury, luxurious things. You're already posting it. So I, I'm pretty sure you're going to do it as well. But it's not being insensitive. It's actually about um perspective na how you look at things, how you define things. That's why, again, um something with positive intentions, they become developed into a negative, you know, implication, even if you need that. Yeah, it actually, you know, with Francis' example, not because I remember that because you're talking about that in our former office mates group. No, that's where I joke, friends. Oh, you're that person, and Francis was a bit pissed, but then you know, so she wasn't pissed anymore after a few seconds. But I remember in the exact moment when she was shouting to people, "Stay home!" because I was watching that exact news yeah. channel and clip on the TV. And there's this one man, you know, he looks like he's in his 50s, he's still working because he has savings. Because, of people who, you know, live paycheck to paycheck, they don't have the luxury or they don't have the ability to be able to save money. Because, you know, from how little they earn, groceries keep going up and, you know, salaries of people are very slow the way it rises up, right? 15,000 now is nothing compared to 15,000 10 years ago. Right? Let's that's, that's be honest with that fact. But I remember that man 
you know, he had gray hair, he was wearing a polo shirt. It looked like that, you know, he was he works in an office. Now again, paycheck to paycheck kind of guy, maybe works six times a week. And the line that he said was parang mahirap maging mahirap. Yeah. Parang something like that. And that really like because at that moment you're all working from home or you're all just at home, you know, staying safe, right? We have that privilege, just be at home, uh, still earn some sort of you know, have some sort of income or maybe our families are supporting us because our parents are the ones who are, you know, working and we're still studying or whatever. But when that person said that, yung mahirap maging mahirap, that really broke my heart, man. I mean, you know, you could tell that he doesn't want to be there. He wants to be at home, safe with his family, you know, comfort them and tell them this is all going to be okay. This is all going to be done soon. But no, he has to go to work. He was suffering at that moment because of the lack of commute. I think at that time they they were slowly removing the buses from the road and things like that. And I guess that's where the whole privilege thing stands, though. Like what Nika pointed out, it doesn't need to happen to you for you to be aware. I mean, like me personally, when I used to go to college, I would take the MRT LRT every day. Well, I can grab at that time. And when I had extra allowance, I'll take a cab going home. Right, that's luxury enough for me taking a taxi, diba? because you're just sitting there, aircon, chill, you know, waiting for you to get home. But I took the MRT, you know, I, I know the routes, the LRT, and things like that. But, you know, I stopped taking it eventually because, you know, I started earning a bit more. And, you know, because of the amount of people, Shepard, if I take it, I'll be late for work. But, you know, it doesn't need to happen to you anymore to realize that public transportation here is very bad and it needs to improve but there are just some people who just don't have that kind of insight i guess so how about you anika so that was francis um thing about privilege how about you um the same you know it doesn't have to happen to you for it to matter to you and that um the, the privileged ones are really not you know reading any discrimination or ra any racial um, issue and as well as um, excluding, I mean, yeah, exclusion of, you know, other parts of the society and don't, and don't think so highly of themselves to the extent that, you know, they belittle others. And I think it's okay. It's really about the perspective of those who are looking at it. Wait, so Randy says, guess the brand, Paolo. Randy, oh, what brand are we talking about? Sorry, I'm a bit confused no, with I this. Canina, I think, the bike. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I, uh, I'm not going to yeah. guess because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I, I have another question. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, I want to know what you think also. Because um, I think I read this, read about this, I think last month. This a group of people um, partied or like celebrated a birthday at this restaurant. And then um, this restaurant was closed because of the, um, they violated stuff. And a lot of people said that it was a uh, like a very privileged thing to do because a lot of since the restaurant closed down, um, the staff there lost their jobs just because they wanted to celebrate the birthday. So, um, what do you think about that? <laughs> oh, I th I think it's completely fine. I mean, it's a birthday party, and you know, people should be able to have fun. But then, like, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I thought you were kidding. 
<laughs> I thought you guys were gonna. I want to see how long you can take me for serious. Okay, so here's the, how I see things, though. So I don't have all the information, obviously, because actually after that they only released like maybe one to two articles that had completely died. No? So for me, um, obviously the ones who partied, one, they're at fault, obviously. Uh, second, I also have to kind of blame the owners of the restaurant just because I think you don't have to say yes to that. I understand that, you know, the restaurant industry is really down right now. I mean, Rika, her family has two restaurants, right? And um, sales aren't as good as they used to be, obviously, right? But, you know, there are guidelines for a reason. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I don't really get to see the reports anymore on how many positive COVID cases there are in the Philippines. I don't know why that's not something I get to see as often as compared to before. But, you know, there is still a pandemic. We're not like New Zealand where it's eradicated or Singapore where 99% of the cases are from outside the country and not inside. So, you know, for me, I do get that, you know, you want to party and have fun, but we're all making sacrifices here. And, you know, just because, you know, you have the money and the means and the connections to do what you want doesn't mean that you should. I mean, look at France, for example. France could easily have a party anywhere she wants. No, let's be honest. It's not about being rich or anything. She could just, you know, say, oh, my friend works here. Maybe we can borrow the place and celebrate. But she's being responsible and, you know, she's not doing it. So it's about, one, it's about being responsible. And the next is you know, knowing what is the best thing to do. We all have to make sacrifices here. I mean, look, like me, for example, France knows this. I used to play basketball every single day, every single night. I would have games, but you know, right? Many times, the TJ would play in um, Thursdays. Exactly, the I have the one that schedule different places. I mean, I could easily just call the boys, find a couple of guys saying, yeah, let's do it. But I could just arrange a full court game somewhere, but I choose not to. Because, you know, we just have to do our part to end this thing soon. And those people who did that party, I felt were very irresponsible. And I guess that's the thing, though. Th those who are so privileged find a way to get away with it. Eh? Because honestly, yeah, it's again, I get that. that they were all tested and stuff which wasn't and the truth yeah i'm not sure but for me i think not because you're tested and you are negative that doesn't give you like like a yeah. path to go out because what if like you have the virus in like inside you and then you're just you tested negative a false then, negative yeah. yeah like for other people um it affected them in different way because I think, because I've seen so many posts like, oh, we went to a party and then, but we got tested. We're all negative. I mean, the testing doesn't cure the For virus. What makes it worse is that testing kits are limited sources. Yeah, and the thing is, not all testing kits are as accurate as you want them to be. Mm -hmm. There are some that are very accurate, and there are some that aren't as accurate. There are some that are really do give you false negatives, which is the worst yeah. case. Because it's better to have a false positive. Because you're actually okay, but then they said you have COVID, so you're just at home chilling, right? As compared to ah, negative ka, tapos shit, you're like a super spreader or something. Yeah, exactly. No, but I, I'm just very upset that the rich people never get into trouble. The restaurant closed, people you know, lost But um, these people that. didn't get feed, they didn't get any fees or fines. After that, there were like people who got fined 
what like 1500 pesos that's like What's not that? right yeah i mean that's like 10% of my that's like that's like 25% of my salary, but that's like Frances, like one hour earnings in her company, right? I mean, nothing for France and them, but you know, <laughs> you know, you have to match the fine with the crime that they did. You know, if you're that rich, make it at least a hundred thousand pesos, right? Yeah. Para they think twice. No, at that moment and yeah. then just yeah. do it the next day. Yeah, like for example, if Nika did that, and I say, "Okay, Nika, your fine is one peso and fifty cents," would you pay me the one peso and fifty cents, Nika, without thinking? Yeah, but that's basically it. Then. Yeah, again, because okay, one thousand fifty cents lang pala. Yeah, exactly. So for them, ah, one five lang yan. That's not even my coffee or something. Not for them, the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit ah, the ba like the Baguio one. You remember that? What? The Baguio one where someone had a party in Baguio and they all attended. Okay, I'm not going to give any more details because it kind of gets really... But there's a party in Baguio for a particularly privileged person where okay. a lot of people at the... Oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. And they're all fined like one to 1,500. Yeah. Like, guys, what kind of fine is this? Fine so I guess in the... So I guess in the privilege part, I do understand why people want to cancel people in that aspect when they don't realize their privilege. I mean, like, for example, us, like, all three of us came from private schools, right? Not everyone has that privilege. You know, some really have to go through public school because their parents really can't afford it. But the three of us, we understand how privileged we are in that aspect because not everyone can do that. But then, you know, like, for example, I'm going to use France again as an example. <laughs> like, for example, like, France having that, you know, that tumbler or anything. If someone says, France, you shouldn't be drinking from it, like what Nika said, because there's so many people who can't afford that. Yeah, but it's not like France is waving it in the camera and say, oh, look at, look at my, you know, tumbler. It's more like, hey, guys, I'm drinking from here. Okay, yeah, chill. I mean, it's more like that then. So for you guys, what's another thing that... um cancel culture loves to cancel so we have privilege uh what else did we mention a while ago um mga uso or hot topics what else do you think people like to cancel on like what kind of uh um, genre theme or whatever i think politics for me like when you Oof. have like a different political view Right? Like, even if you're a normal person. Yeah, like what I said, Ganina, you don't only, right now, you don't only cancel those with public images, but also private individuals. And you can see that a lot, you know, in the comment section on Facebook. Yeah, like, like what she's, like her example earlier, like, for example, I like cats and she doesn't. And sometimes what happens is, if, for example, she canceled me because I like cats, just because she I doesn't like, like cats. I think that happened to so the culture culture. Like, oh, you don't like this. Oh, you like this person, but I don't like this person. So, like, I'm gonna cancel you. But what happens with that when you know when individual attacking another private individual? That yeah, you just attack one another. You know, like the preference is one, even if she has the right to have that preference, and she's not stepping on anybody about what she's about what she likes or what she doesn't like. You know, I'm gonna be very honest with you guys. I used to be the type na I tried to explain it to you, but you still are close-minded. I'll be like, "Fuck you, bang, you know." 
But you know, I realize that a lot of these people, they're either just trolls or they're just blind, man. And it's just a waste of time because, you know, if someone is yeah. blind and they cannot see, it's their choice already. Man. Because for me, you have all the proof, you have all the evidence and things like that. If you still don't see it, that's on you already. I did my, I did my part in trying to help you out here, man. But if that's it, you, you do you, you know. So let's not get into politics because yeah. we can get into a lot of trouble. So aside from, you know, okay, so politics, hot topics, uh, privilege. But like what I said, Ganina, canceling right now, they go as far as just for the sake of canceling. Some people even cancel people who collect, you know, toys. You know, when they have it, they're the type of people, you know, who likes to collect like Funko Pop, Marvel. Stuff. Wait, how come I'm not aware of this? Yeah, well, let's so, see it TikTok. Wait, anyway, wait. So like, people yeah. cancel people who collect Funko Pops because? Because one, the capitalist society is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Privilege, the money and everything like that. You could have spent it here and there. Blah, blah, blah. And collecting toys though implies they're collecting people. So cancel toys like that. <laughs> yeah. What? Yep. As far as, for, you know, for the sake of canceling the log, that's why. So, sorry, I'm so dumb. I'm so dumbfounded right now. So you cancel people who collect toys because of either capitalism or because you collect what again? People. It shows people. that you're collecting people, and so you have to cancel them. Well, I don't know. I, I just saw that somewhere. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah because like, I collect Funko Pops. Well, I used to. But I mean, I, I don't see it as like I'm collecting people. I, I'm collecting my favorite characters or, or something. But anyway, so apparently there are people who cancel people who collect toys. Are there people who cancel? Oh, yeah. There are people who cancel people who eat meat, you know, the, the, yeah. the vegetarians and all. And people who buy like luxury items, like let's yeah. say an Hermes bag and stuff like that. Yeah, friends. Uh? No, I don't. <laughs> no, like I just saw this. <laughs> I think it happened last year. Like this celebrity posted a photo of like an Hermes bike, and then everyone like attacked her because like why would you buy something as expensive as that and stuff? Yeah, friends. I mean, who would you know buy luxury items? <laughs> I really have to come from France that example. It's so funny. Yeah, who would? Yeah. You know, white shirts with you know just the brand on it. Yeah. And neckties with um, you know. Yeah, and you know, neckties. like all leather bags that are probably worth more than like my life savings um uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love how we have inside jokes here all right yeah. guys so we're in the latter well actually this is like the last part of the episode and you know actually nika was a bit nervous so i think nika's much more relaxed now i hope i am you can't right, you are. <laughs> yes, we should have another episode wherein 
Nick and I will just discuss like theories and political beliefs and stuff like that. But actually, a lot. Yeah. Sorry. Huh? A lot. Yeah, it's gonna be like a five-hour episode, I think. <laughs> First, I'm you're what? Sorry. I'm scared to get canceled if I say something. <laughs> no, we'll start off with like um, Plato and his okay. you know perfect society and stuff like that. Okay. Then we go. You can go to Ayn Rand and um, what's your famous book again? Atlas something, right? Oh, Fountainhead's one of them. I can't remember the other book. No, but anyway, okay, so we're in the latter part of the episode and, you know, we were discussing like how it empowers people, both good and bad, how, you know, as silly as collecting toys, you can get canceled. So I guess let's start with France, you know, for the, for the last question. Uh... What would you tell people in terms of how to use this, you know, powerful tool that is social media and the power to cancel? Because like the Spider-Man said in the film, you know, Uncle Ben said, with great power comes great responsibility, right? And I still and it's so cliche, but it's so true right now. Yeah. Social media is powerful, cancel culture is powerful. So what's your message to the younger people in terms of this? Well, Aside from what I said earlier like about yeah. being kind, I think um, what not I think, but what I'm gonna say is um, do your research. Like there are two sides of every story. Like make sure you dig deeper into the story if you're really that invested to it. Like if it really matters to you, then read about it. Like if you have time to like comment and write a long post, why not just use that time to like read first? No, just just um right now like what you said people get so impatient like whatever comes into your mind they just type it instead of like stepping back and then reading or doing a research because you don't know like whatever you say online you don't know how it's going to affect the person some people are not as strong as other people some people might take it um the heart. really personal yeah yeah and it might affect them mentally so you really have to think about those things also. Like, be responsible with what you're saying. Because once you posted something online, it's, it's going to be there, like, forever, I think. So you make sure, like, to leave a positive impact. Don't be, like, someone that, oh, you're known for this negative thing. I think a good example of the internet being forever is, you guys know Space Jam, right? The film. Yeah. The, the website is still on. The website of Space Jam is still active. Like you can go there and see photos. Yeah, yeah. Wait long. Let me let me send you guys the link before we continue on Space Jam website. It's like a time capsule. Eh? Um, is this the one? Space Jam film. I remember a few years ago it was still online, eh? and that's the perfect example of seeing how things are. Okay, I'll just send you the article na lang because I don't want to spend a lot of time to look for it. But I mean, point being is it's it's forever. How about you, Nika? What is your message to the young generation? Um, I agree with with friends and you know, be kind, do your research, um, have a positive impact. But of course, um, also in line with what you said, uh, you know, about Spider-Man, a great power comes great responsibility, our freedom. Like what I mentioned, Kanina, we all have that. But then freedom without responsibilities, 
anarchy. So that's why we we always have to be um, responsible. And part of that, you know, cancel again doing your research. And again, before you cancel, I just I'm I don't don't mean I stand with what I said earlier is that reason should always be your chief source and knowledge should always um should always be valid and um you should be credible and you know like just think about um you're doing an academic paper and you know there's a question then you ask for your opinion for your of your side you just you you just can't answer without having sources right so you you should also apply that in your life all right and for me i guess my message is simply no i agree with all of you do your research and things like that but i guess what i would add to that is simply put yourself in that person's place no let's say for example you're not yet sure if the person really did it or not put yourself let's say you're the one being accused of doing something how would you feel if people just made judgments about you without getting to know you so that's why for me i'm always the wait and listen kind of guy now before i react i wait for someone to say something or to do something if i'm gonna post online but offline you know if i feel very passionate i'll talk to friends or other people and say what do you guys think about this person i think friends and i had a few talks like that in the past and all. yeah so yeah. that's basically it we did now we did the group like you would always ask about oh what do you guys think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think the good thing there is it's you know a, a private group. Yeah. Uh, we just we just want opinions, and you know since it's a private group, it just stays in the group. That's better than posting it and having like me, you know many people see it, right? So yeah, I, I'm actually the one who does that a lot. I'm like, what, what do you think about this person, friends? <laughs> no, but then again, again, you know, just be careful what you make public people and also be careful who you trust in terms of asking certain things as well so yeah that was the episode guys uh very good episode in my opinion so nika friends thank you so much uh i guess this time for let's see you guys if you want to promote anything in particular i think that's my business yes so go ahead while i look for the item i bought so get going all right so um guys if you are looking for like um, organizers containers um stuff you can use to decant your um uh, food and stuff follow fertilized studios i also designed the labels use labels for your house or just for your brand or for restaurants and whatever yeah follow fertilized studios i got this uh, nice wooden thing from perk design studios I'm still not yet sure what I'm gonna put inside in it, but it's very nice. Random. One of my random purchases. No, I gave Rika the other one, but I just like it, though, guys. Like for example, if you want something very aesthetically pleasing and it looks natural, no. But to be fair, actually, you know, not to you know, not to really. I mean, yeah, kind of promote, but not really to, you know, to make Francis' head big or anything. I just really like the way she does the whole label thing. You know, I'm a very fan of the whole minimalist kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I really hate labels that have too much going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, too for flat. me, it's shampoo, it's just shampoo. If it's open, so that's why, you know, I, I really like the whole concept of Design Perk Studio. That's the name, right? Design Perk mm-hmm. Studios. 
I was dyslexic, so I'm okay. How about you, Nika? Really, nothing to promote, but you're hiring. (laughs) I'm just curious right now. So, like, what kind of job are you looking for? I I pursued research and writing, right? And I really realized that that's something I really want to do. Although, of course, I really want to be a public service. I'm pretty, um, I'm currently completing my requirements in one of the government institutions right now. But wow. then, yeah, but then kind of lacking um, one medical exam. So, yeah. So, I'm still open, you know. I'll send you a need. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe in the future, you and I will take the civil service exam together or something. Have you taken it? Yeah. Oh, you have? Is it super hard? No. Sorry, but I'm just a professional level, but it's really not. Like, like, what's a question there? Give me an example of a question. <laughs> I think yung nakakainis lang Tagalog kasi yung math. Oh, no. Wait. Civil so, service exam? It, there's math, right? So, may Tagalog. So, may mga Tagalog yung math. But then, so, like, ano ang, let's say, for example, ano ang, <laughs> let's think of a Filipino math question. What is, oh, no, that's English already. Ano ang labing isa Tanggalin ng isa, like that. <laughs> yeah, what, but... What are, like, give, give me an example of, of a Filipino. I didn't remember that. It was like two years ago. Eh. Okay, aside from math, like what are the other questions there? Um, of course, um, English, reading comprehension, na malalim na Tagalog. But then all in all, you just really have to get only 15 mistakes. That's it. Or, or, so out of like a hundred, I can only get fifteen mistakes. You can only get fifteen mistakes. Or the fuck? Eighty-five percent. Yeah. Who the fuck gets eighty-five percent in a test, man? No, I mean aside from, I mean generally speaking, man. That's why seventy percent is the passing. <laughs> what is this? And I thought civil service was like understanding like government and stuff. Why is there part? Konti lang siya, 20 questions lang ata sa pinaka-last part. Pero the rest are like, you know, like taking an entrance like exam. Like college exam? What? Yeah. So like, what did the government question? Do you remember? Like, where the hell is Congress? <laughs> yeah, maganan siya. Parang what's the difference of parole and the another term? I forgot. I am so dumbfounded right now. But anyway... <laughs> Maybe I can hire um, Nika to be my tutor on that. Uh, maybe she can tell me how she got only 15 mistakes. 15 or 20, I forgot. It's the craziest. Oh, if it's, if it's 20, that makes more sense for me. Yeah. I know it's just five difference, but I'm, I'm just trying to convince myself I can pass. But anyway, thanks again, everyone who tuned in. Uh, we will be back next week. You know, it's Women's Month, so this whole month, We'll be dedicating each episode to inviting women uh, guests and discussing their opinions and things like that. And yeah, so please follow Perk Design Studios. I think they still they have a very active uh, Instagram. They have great products. Uh, also follow France as well. You know, to be fair to France, for an influencer, she's very woke and she understands you know privilege and she's overall a good person for an influencer. So I have to give her that. Just eat and- yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. Not <laughs> no one is perfect. Friends is a good Oh, that's a nice thing I said. I, I can make Bawiman for all my 
friend bullying. And also, if you're looking to hire a researcher, definitely go for Nika. Uh, you can actually, I don't even know if she has an Instagram, but you can you can contact Nika somehow. I I just don't know how. So yeah, right. Exact will be back next week. Our episode will be on women businesses. So see you guys next week. Happy Women's Month. Thank you again, Francinica. Good night, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everyone. Good night.